Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 65. I am your host, Smoothman. It's just me and Chris this week. Say hello, Chris. Hello, Smoothman. Hello. It's one of those ones again, where it's just us two. Yeah, and this time it's going to be more awkward, because I haven't watched Fighter Fest. So... Uh, <laughs> 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 oh my god. Um, there, there, there enjoy it, come Copious amounts of vamping this week, I think, yeah. maybe. But we'll do what we can. We'll, we will. We'll, we will. we'll do our best to muddle through it. We may end up may end up talking about things other than wrestling. We'll see how it goes. Twitter, <laughs> yeah. Facebook, that went down this week. <laughs> free oh, Wahab. No, we have got free, free, so it's okay. Yeah, free Wahab. <laughs> Wahab is free. Love Shout you. out to Wahab. <laughs> Love Wahab. Um, so we'll get into the news first of all. Um, obviously, Fighter Fest happened on Saturday night. Um, for those of you who watched it in America, I hope you enjoyed watching it for free. We paid £9, and to be honest, I thought it wasn't too bad for £9. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, apparently, there was 20-odd thousand um, purchases of it through Fight Fest, uh, for Fight Fest through Fight TV, which is decent, con- decent. Con- considering they weren't expecting double-or-nothing numbers, and they clearly didn't get double-or-nothing numbers. No. But, yeah. It was very much. It was very much. Uh, we're at a gaming convention. It was. I, this sounds weird, and this sounds like I'm bashing on it and hating on it, but I'm not. Um, it was pretty much like having NXT UK taping at Insomnia Gaming Festival, um, because that's the same kind of feel it had. Um, yeah, or like NXT UK download. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same, but obviously with more production value. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we'll talk about all of what happened in a minute. Um, yeah, it, it was go on like done by ITV. So the the actual video it still said ITV box office in the corner when I watched it on fight. That's weird. So it must be that I guess it's they ITV had the branding. feed. They must have had the feed and then gave it to fight. Yeah, it wasn't like that when they did. Double or nothing. Or is that or is that a contractual obligation to have ITV's branding in it somewhere? Yeah, maybe. Um, but we'll talk about all of all of the happenings in a moment. Um, but in terms of predictions, um, me and Jack drew with seven. <laughs> Correct. Matt with five and Chris with four. Um, yeah. Chris therefore owes five pounds. I, I, I think it's very. <laughs> I think it's very clear that my knowledge of. Indie wrestling in general is very, very, very limited, and I, I went with just guesswork, very much guesswork. Uh, I mean, the obvious ones I got right. I mean, apart um, from the elite, maybe, yeah, maybe point yeah, out. I, I get that, but then I thought, well, look, you know, Lucha Bros are badass, so you know. And then it wasn't until I remembered that Kenny's wrestling as well uh that it was a bit too late by that point but yeah you know best friends carly ray or whoever that, that was ali whoever. it was ali in the end yeah that's weird that whole situation <laughs> was confusing we'll get to that <laughs> yeah adam page and moxley winning were, were sort of very obvious so that's fine yes um, um but because me and jack drew we put it out on twitter um i hate all of those 29 people who voted who didn't vote for me um <laughs> I joke, I joke. Uh, but congratulations to Jack. He won the vote with fifty nine percent over forty one. Well, I voted for you, Smoothen. Yes, I voted for myself. Good. Fuck you, Jack. I know. Exactly. I <laughs> uh, 
Jack um, probably deserves to win more than I do because he actually watches wrestling properly like a human. And he's the one who paid for it. And, we and he's the one who paid for it. Yeah, I borrowed it. No. Allegedly. No, I did not borrow it. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, did, allegedly paid for it and allegedly watched it. Legitimately. Yeah. I'm sure it was. A, I'm sure it was an okay pay per view. I've just not watched it yet, and I have access to it if I want to see it. It's just been such a crazy week. I've just not had the time to be honest. Which is understandable. understandable. Yes. Um, in other news, uh, WWE related. First, I think that's the only other news we've got really. Uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson have reportedly agreed to a new WWE deal, but there is a possibility they haven't yet signed them. Uh, those close to the duo had pointed to cre- to the creative as a major reason. They were looking to exit. It would appear being placed in a top heel group with AJ Styles may have had something to do with them staying. Yes, Mr. PW Insiders themselves. Shout out to PWs, PWI. Uh, yeah, that. I mean, I'm I'm just happy that Cut Gallows and Anderson are actually getting something again because they've been positioned so badly for such a long time. Um, yep. I, they're not wrestlers who put a foot wrong, and it's such a shame that to see them so underutilized. I. Right, I just want to point out, I hate the phrase underutilized, but in this case, it genuinely is true. Yes, definitely. Um, where I, I remember their debut coming back in, they, had, they beat the fuck out of the Usos, and they were like, oh my God, this is amazing, we've got this. And then we had like, what, they were like the Doctors, or they, they did some weird like Doctors thing for a little while. Oh, was that when they had the pickle jar? Yeah. And then, but but I like the beat up John Cena stuff. That was good fun. I remember that. Do you remember that from ages ago with AJ Styles and uh, when it was the club, and then they went down and beat up John Cena when AJ when AJ originally turned heel. It was good fun, but maybe not. You're looking at me with a confused expression, so I'm I'm, I'm uh, sure you don't. No, I've just seen something on Twitter from Ryan Satine, which will relate to when we talk about Fight Fest in a minute. Okay, and um, I'm I'm happy that they're getting used again. Uh, I think that having them built in with AJ could be a really good thing. The only down, I mean, we'll talk about AJ's heel turn later on, but the only downside to it is we're going to have a lot more of AJ shouting and AJ shouting. Just, it's just a bit weird. Especially with his soccer mum. Oh, just, just where honestly, right. Where one of those fucking face mask things that you don't, or like, like the half face cover ones that he used to have when he was in bullet club, that shit was tight, but now it just looks weird. <laughs> uh, hopefully he might do that and I mean because they referenced Japan a lot and when he was wrestling in Tokyo when he when Trips joined the fucking club for a night which was weird um, you know because he knows too sweet therefore he's part of the club oh yeah, yeah 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 WWE is stupid yeah WWE is stupid but yeah um, it may, may, he needs to freshen up his look if he's going to go full AJ heel bastard mode I think yes none of the phenomenal one kind of persona I'd say yeah P1 might need to go for a little while um, this bit I'm going to skim over very quickly um, Fox have reportedly wanting Donald Trump to appear on Smackdown Live in October bullshit no I'm sorry I'm sorry no 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 no. I will talk about this it's bullshit I'm sorry I won't I mean if they want a way to alienate their audience then yeah get Donald Trump in but fuck me Yes, Donald Trump has appeared at WWE before, ages ago. He wasn't the president. Yes, yes. And it's just, no. No, no, no. Please. Thank you. Move on. Um, Also, I forgot to mention this to start. We're recording this on 4th of July. So happy 4th of July to all our American listeners. Today's day we celebrate our Independence Day. Cheers. Mm. 
So Cheers. I've been watching too much Drake Maverick videos now. <laughs> yes, best videos around on the internet. Let's talk about Fighter Fest, or Let's. more, or more accurately, let me talk about Fighter Fest, and you just listen, Chris. <laughs> yes, I've seen MJF's promo. I liked it. Uh, I love MJF so much. Oh, he's brilliant. Oh, have, you, have, have you seen his post-match interview thing he did? Uh, I don't think so. I, I was watching it just before we jumped on the call. It's really good. It's really good to go and watch it. It's a lot... I don't know how to really explain it, but it... it I mean, obviously, it's, it's a work, but it's done in a really shooty way because, obviously, it's yeah. those backstage interviews are done in that, in that style. Both, yeah. Yeah. And um, he references a lot of the whole Sean Spears and Cody thing with Cody him being his best friend and things like that. But yeah, yeah, which, yeah, which again we'll get to later in at some point, I presume, because of what's happening next. Yes. Um. So this was the second event, and obviously it's at a gaming festival. We've already mentioned that. Yeah. Um, it was very much a play on the fake fest. Is it Fire Fest? Yeah, it's it, it's a piss take out of Fire Fest. I liked, I liked some of the some of Kenny's um, little vignettes he was doing about being lost and having and how like not having any water and things like that. Oh, and, and like getting all the elite to go around and do like play a part of that. That was quite yeah, funny. Yeah, I like that. I've not seen the the is it a documentary about it? I've not. Yeah, seen I've that. watched it. Yeah, I've watched a documentary, so I so I was I obviously understood all that. But go I kind of understood it. where they were doing it. I, I could have seen what they were trying to do because I've heard about it. I'd not seen it. Um, so it was like Kenny and not Kenny. Uh, the young books where they talk about how they haven't got any ring gear because they've lost all of their baggage. Um, yeah, that that that's a reference to the the baggage of Firefest not turning up, and, and and when it did turn up, it turned up literally in a shipping container with no tagging, no tags, and people were just going in there nicking shit. Which is pretty much what they were doing in the yes. ring on being the elite. Yes, when they showed that this week. Um, and then there was a bit where they were talking about the pool. I was expecting a really luxury pool, and it's just like a blow-up one that they had outside in the front of the um, kind of entranceway. Yeah, my my guess with that is that the uh, the people who were turning up to Firefest were expecting a luxurious glamping and like high-end luxury villas or things like that, and instead ended up in like uh, like WA or World Health Organization dome tents. <laughs> And they were shit. Yeah, and then there was the um, the models who were stood on stage, and I kind of, I can't. I think I said this to Jack. I said they could have stand there for the whole show and just stand and smile. And then they did a they did a segment just before the the librarian stuff where um, they they said we need to move some of these models. And uh, the guy with the app who eats the apples, I don't know his name. Carlito. No, <laughs> the guy who's part of AEW. Um. He's like works with Cody. Um, he comes out and goes, no, you two, you need to go back. So two of them stayed out there, but then they brought out two mannequins dressed in bikinis <laughs> to replace Very them. Good. Very um, good. Um, yeah, it was, it was funny. There was a reference to how there wasn't a band as well. Blink one eight, blink, blink 182. Yeah. All of these bands were listed to go and they were and they'd agreed to go and then all of a sudden it was like very apparent that this wasn't ready this wasn't set up so they went nope we're not going we're just not going we don't want to be a part of this it's a fucking bad idea um the mannequins in the instagram thing uh and the models thing is to do with their instagram campaign which they started off where they um basically what they did is they paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to instagram models 
and famous people like Kylie Jenner and people like that to tweet a little, like a little, a little, um, like a little bit there, or not tweet, or to send, post on Instagram, like uh, something about Firefest and like go to it. And they spent a lot of money on like a, like a pre-made video package, which was literally, it's in effect, it, it's like, a, honestly, it reminds me of like a Kofi Kingston back in Jamaica promo. <laughs> sort of like, you know, instead there's like a load of, load of Instagram models playing at the beach and shit like that. And yeah, it was just a bit like, it's it, it's like the selling the dream, which was uh, for for the wealthy, and it mm. flopped. Which those those made it quite fun. Um, yeah, which was good. Uh, let's talk about the wrestling. Uh, Go for it. The buy-in saw the first match being the triple threat. This is the worst. I can't even say this. It's going to take me forever to say. It was the triple threat match. Winners advance to All Out for an opportunity, a first-round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. Say that two times fast. Fucking hell. Nah, that's mad. Um, So it's Best Friends, SCU, Private Party. I really like this match, mainly because I've never seen anything of Private Party. Who are now signed. I don't know why that's not in the news. They They are are signed. signed. That was in being the elite. And, oh my God, they are are impressive. Let's point out, Jack, Jack writes the news. You forgot to put the, the... Best, uh, the private party have been signed. That's on you, you bastard. That's Sorry. a fine of five pounds. Yeah, five pound fine, please, immediately. <laughs> but yeah, private party, they are athletic, they're charismatic, they're very much a street profit style team in terms of their energy um, and just how they work, like their athletic ability as well. Yeah. It was a bit, uh, um, I don't know their names. One of them was like on the apron. Uh, I don't know their names. I'm sorry. I don't know what his name is. I couldn't tell you the difference between the two. I don't know what they're called. Really? Shall <laughs> um, I edit this whole bit out? This is just so bad. But one of them flew over the top rope and the other one was on the apron and he bent over and their backs touched and then they flipped him back over. That sounds cool. That was really a long description. It was. See, the, see, the thing is, right, um, I heard people that were absolutely shitting on the pre-show. I, absolutely shitting on. This it. was the best match on the pre-show by far. What was it? Was it was Nakazawa and Jabali on the pre-show as well? Then yeah. Was it bad? Uh, oh no, Ali and Lever Bates was. Okay. Was uh, it really yeah, bad? The hardcore, yeah, the Michael Nakazawa. Yeah, there was three matches. Uh, any reason why? Is it? Is it any sort of official reason why Kylie Ray wasn't put in it? No. Still don't know. Has she gone AWOL or something? Because cause, uh, at one point there's, like, there's, there's not been any posts on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that uh, for, not, for, from no. her in any way. Not That's weird. Very she, weird. She's going full Sasha Banks. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the, the triple threat was the best match of the pre-show, definitely. Okay. Um, SCU were obviously very, very good. Best Friends are also very, very good. Um, I didn't know who was going to win this when I was watching it, to be quite honest. Um, I actually watched this one live on YouTube because I was like awake still. But, ah. Yeah, but best friends won, which I was quite surprised at. I thought it'd be SEU, even though I'm sure I predicted best friends. You did pure giggles. Um, but as it's a lot of best friends, they're, they're they're clearly giving best friends a push. Yeah, which is granted because they're they're good workers and, and, they're, and they're best friends and they're best friends. And they were incredibly over in New Japan as well, if I remember correctly. So they were, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then after the match, we had a little bit of the weird group who've got minions. They appeared for 30 seconds. They did a on-screen promo and then disappeared. Oh, good. Super um, Smash Bros. So, yeah, I assume they are going to be in the tournament at some point, I'd Okey say. Okie dokie. Uh, are we are we going to talk about the other pre-show matches? Um, I am going to talk briefly. The librarian gimmick didn't work. Who is the librarian? So there's two. There's Peter Avalon and there's Lever Bates. So one, um, Kenny picked one, I think, and Cody picked the other. Okay. Um, because they did obviously that thing on being the elite where we wanted we wanted submissions of who's going to be the librarian. Um, okay. And then all of a sudden they picked two. Um, all right. But this gimmick thing isn't working so far. I don't think so. So it started with they they did the shush. So she's coming out going shh, shh and like trying to shush the crowd and they're obviously going this gimmick's trash. <laughs> Um, they they did pretty much take a massive dump on it, um, and then oh, what happened then? Peter Avalon was sat in the tent on the stage, shushing after she was shushing, and she was like, "Where is this coming from?" I was like, right, "Right, okay." And then he cost her the match in the end. Oh, good. So I think it's gonna be like a I think it's like a love hate relationship between them. I think he loves her. That's how they seemed to come across because he was like. Oh. It sounds like Mike and Maria Canellis, to be honest. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but it wasn't great. <laughs> Obviously, Ali was in the match. Brandy Rhodes was watching. She was watching a TV in a normal human way. Oh, um, oh, God, that's good then. That's always a bonus. She was actually stood watching it, and then they referenced it on being the elite and say, hang on, <laughs> Brandon Cutler comes up to him and goes, hang on, Brandy, you're watching TV the wrong way. This is not how you watch it on TV. You can't see it. You need to turn your body this way and you need to look with a slight <laughs> angle. And then she goes, oh, that's so much better. I can see now. <laughs> it's like, that's quality. Fire all them shots. Seth and fucking Becky did that on Raw as well. They did the side view. Yeah, they the did. TV. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it just gave... That, that match just gave Ali the win, really. But I don't... I think... I think that's why she was put in this match. Because she's got a match with uh, Brandy. Right. I don't know where Kylie Ray's gone, to be quite honest. I don't know where Bailey Mark II is. That's 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 a shame. Because mm. I liked her in that in that last night. She just comes across as a more ferocious Bailey, and I kinda like that. Yeah. Um the hardcore match between Nakazawa and Jabailey, um, although it was trash, I found it quite funny. Uh, mainly because Michael Nakazawa is quite funny. Um, did he grease himself up again? He did. He did. He had two lots of baby lotion. He did the one where um, <laughs> he did the one where he's in like a waist lock hold and he gets out of it by like lubing himself up and he gets out of it. It's weird because it's obviously not legit. And it just, oh yeah, I know. It's funny. Yeah. Um, and then he like poured. There was a bit where Jabali was on the floor and he poured loads of baby oil on him and went to do a stump and because he was so slippery he turned it into a senton oh, it was really so funny sake. but it's, it was, it's quite funny um, there was like uh, obviously gaming references so he brought in like a um, not a, like a joystick pad with the buttons on it for fighting games oh um, yeah, yeah. there was some like 
they look like buttons, but they like referenced it as it's like standing on Lego. It's a bit like a thumbtack spot with Lego, but not oh, Lego yeah. buttons of games with Jabali's face on them. Weird. All right. Okay. Um, there was a, I think there was a table spot. I can't remember. I, I don't uh, know what to say. And Na- Nakas- Nakazawa gets rid of his thong and puts it in people's faces. That's also another thing he does. I see. Um, he did it to the ref. The ref was blinded. Right. Um, and then he did it again to Jabali later. It was weird. It was weird. It just you it sounds pretty guys, fucking weird. You when you're trying to explain it to me. Go watch it. It's probably exactly how it happened. All right. Um, main show though, Christopher Daniels versus Shima was was great. Okay. Very good match. Um, you could tell they've worked together and they're good friends because it just showed in the match. Um, cool. That's all I've got to say on that, really. Um, the Nyla Rose match was pretty much um, let's gang up on the two of them. Uh, no. Yeah. The other two ganged up on Nyla Rose, pretty much. Um, and that's how they won the match. I can't, I can't remember how, how it worked. Did, 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 really Jack apply, did Jack apply any logic as to why Riho won the match, or was it just random guess? I think he just picked a random guess. Right. Um, yeah, they, they made Nyla Rose look strong again. Like, there was multiple, multi, like, two spots where he's got right. both of them in, like, slams and, yeah, and yeah. both of them and things like that. Um it did look like Nyla Rose was going to win, but they kept doing kind of moves together to try and keep her down and, and not... It's like, the typical not... thing they used to do on, like, Beth Phoenix or Nia Jax or anyone who's who's a larger, stronger person. Or or was, or it was like whenever Kane was in a fucking Royal Rumble or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Riho won with, like, a like a, like a rolled-up pin um, after the she um, tried to do the Beast Bomb. Um, okay. Which is fine. I think it was a. I think it's more of a shock that she won. Um, I do feel if this wins and losses matter, Nyla Rose is not in a good place at the moment. She's lost both of her matches. I know. I, I, I get that, but I get that competitor ones. But I mean, I, I get that, but but I think the the difference is, yes, wins and losses matter. But if there's someone who's of that size and of that structure. There's not. They're not going to have an issue building up a couple of wins behind them. So they can just throw a couple of throw a couple of jobbers at her to yeah. sort of build her back up a bit, which it which shouldn't be too difficult to do. I do really feel sorry, just in IRL with with Nyla Rose. I feel I feel sorry for her. She. I think she got quite a lot of heat on Twitter. I was reading through some of the Twitter posts about her, and they are brutal. They're horrible. Really? Yeah. Saying, like, "Hang on, she's not a woman," and stuff like that. And I was just like. Oh, Fucking uh, narrow-minded, narrow-minded people. I don't uh, see. But they all. But apparently, there was another thing that happened with uh, Kenny McIntosh as well. I think he did a video about her, um, where I think he might have interviewed her. I'm not quite sure. And he he was getting comments in his videos about her as well, and the narrow-mindedness and and just horrible, horrible. It's 2019. Stuff. What the fuck is wrong Especially with people? When Pride has just been around as well. Huh? Especially when proud is pride has been around. Oh, it's fucking atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Completely so, unnecessary. I, 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 I kind of feel for it at the moment because I think now that she's more in the public eye, people are being more aware of who she is. 
Yeah. And therefore going, hang on, this doesn't work. And then... Um, this this doesn't fit with social conformity. Yeah. Attack! That's fucking pathetic. And then I saw somebody had put something on um, on Twitter and did a, a, a thread saying, look, after all this about Nyla Rose, here's a thread. And they did a thread of all um, transgenders who've gone into sport or fighting or wrestling or whatever yeah. it is and kind of bigged up. Like, look, they're good at what they do just because they're... It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't be an issue. Should not, definitely. You know, in the sport professional wrestling... It shouldn't be a fucking issue, no matter what. No, I'm sorry, but it shouldn't be. A, it shouldn't be an issue, you know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm sure she'll be absolutely fine. She's yeah, got I'm she's sure. got a strong team around her with AEW. They will yeah. they will not be an issue whatsoever. I hope anyway. Mm. I just I and I, I hope that she can fly an LGBTQ plus etc flag. And you know that 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 work very very well in AEW. I just. Mm. Yeah, pathetic, pathetic people. It is pathetic. Um, we then got to the main ma- um, the main show, which started with the fatal four way match between Hangman Page, Jungle Boy, Jimmy Havoc, and MJF. MJF with the best heel promo in fucking uh, MJF promo at the beginning, fucking fire. I've seen this. I watched it about an hour ago, and I fucking loved it. I also love what what he's called Jimmy Havoc as. I was a sixty five year old roadie who's still in his emo phase. Yeah, fucking loved it. Yeah. That killed me. I love how I love the fact he calls Adam Page Sea Biscuit as well. <laughs> like that is just it's brilliant. Awesome. I, I, I love can't remember, it. can't remember what he called Jungle Boy. A Jumanji or something like that, wasn't it? No, B Tech Tarzan or something <laughs> like something, something along, along those lines, uh, which was quite funny. But Luchasaurus, they seem to be always together at the moment, which is yeah, which is cool. He came to the ring and uh, was ringside. Um, Who took the pin? Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc. Um, oh, Jimmy. Yeah, it's the the Lariat and then the Dead Eye. All right. So, I knew, I knew it was either going to be him or Jungle Boy. I'm surprised they didn't do it on Jungle Boy, but I think Jimmy uh, Jimmy Havoc will be fine. Yeah, it's from the death match with Joey Janela will be fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I thought as I was watching the the main event. I was like, hang on, he lost, and then later on, I was like, he'll be he'll Jimmy be, will be fine. Jimmy's not going to be AEW champion. Jimmy's going to be the one who shocks the fans. You wait till you throw him in a hardcore match. Fucking I hell. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I like MJF in, in everything he does at the moment. Not being made aware of him until actually watching Being the Elite and now seeing him wrestle, I actually go, you know what? He's he's a star. He reminds me very much of EC3 when he was in TNA. Yeah, 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 I get that. Um, in the in the, the manner with the kind of... I'm better, he's, he's, I'm better he's, than you and you I'm know it. You. you know that I'm better than you. It's uh, it's it's staggering. He's what twenty three, twenty four. He's a young guy, and Great. I I I was I was first made aware of him when they were doing the all in stuff when when they started doing the all in promotions. Mm. So like fucking ages and ages ago. But sort of like uh, God, when was that? When they first when they first started doing the all in promotional stuff. Yeah, and ever since they did like because I'd never heard of MJF, and then all of a sudden they they did like a little peace on him they go this is the most exciting young talent around at the moment and we've got him i watched Mm. it i thought oh i get it i get it straight away so so confident so sure of himself so sure of his character and his persona like just little things in the match as well of how good mjf is he um 
he got Paige into a sharpshooter. Yeah. And that's obviously then going back to double or nothing with the bit with um, Bret Hart. And I was just like that. He, he, if you give that to any heel on Raw or SmackDown, it would have been a bit eh. Yeah. But with MJF, it worked because of how he kind of yeah. portrayed it. He would, he's, uh, at the moment, he's Adam Cole levels of Despicable. Yes. And I, I see a lot of Adam Cole in him in, in the way that he portrays himself as a heel. And I mm. like that. And he would be massive in NXT and he would he'd be, he'd be fast-tracked to NXT very quickly if he was there. But he's in a better position because he's an AEW. Yes, definitely. So, yes, very definitely. much so. Um, but yeah, Adam Page won. And nice to see uh, Kip Sabian. He was on commentary for this match. Um, he's going to face the winner of that match. He faces the winner of the match, so Adam Page, at Fight for the Fallen. Good times. So it was good to have a British voice on commentary as well. Um, the commentary was really weird. They had the pre-show. They didn't have Jim Ross. They had some British guy who must have been part of the gaming world. Some other guy I'd never seen before. Okay. Then, um, Excalibur. Yeah. And then Jim Ross came in for the British guy later on. But the the other guy that I'd never heard of. It wasn't that. Is it Mares Martinez? Mar? I can't remember his name. You are not asking the right person. I'm not asking the right person. No. Um. Cody versus Darby Allen. Great. All in. Oh my god. Loved it. I've I've seen segments of this match. I mean, we'll talk about the, the chair shot in a bit. Yes. But I've seen like the the, the, the trust fall backwards. Oh, that looked disgusting. Oh, don't I I I I, I, oh, I I had actually reached for my back when I saw that. I was like, oh no. It just, the bump looked disgusting. It looked. There was another one as well through the ropes that he did. Did you see that one? I there think. was one where Cody threw. I think he was Cody threw him through the ropes. Oh yes, catching himself, he like spun himself round while he was running through the ropes yeah. and landed. He didn't hit any. I think he touched the grazed the ropes. Didn't touch the corner, um, the corner post. He literally just went straight through. And just landed on the outside. I was like, Ugh. I looked horrible. It did. Um, it looked like one of these guys. A body bag as well. What was that? <laughs> he came out with it. Darby came out with a body bag. So, so he's one sick fuck. I kind of like that. With Cody written on it. Okay, so he's a sick fuck. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, which Cody used later on in the match. Of course he did. Cody put him in it and then, like, did a crossroads thing it wasn't quite a crossroads because obviously it was a body bag um and then realized if i pin him he's not going to see if the arm the shoulders are up or not so i guess what i'm going to take him out of the bag and then pin him um but it didn't happen he put him in a body bag AJ. Um, sorry (laughs) that's an old tna reference that i did not get oh i'm gonna show you know what I, i might have to pause the podcast and show you this I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop. I need to show you this. Right. Hang on. I'll just send you the link. What's that? Put me in a body bag, AJ. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he hits it out of nowhere, and you never see it coming. Put him in a body bag, AJ. Well, the. It's just that you said can't cop the mouth screaming at his face. 
Right, I've now shown him the link. I might even have to post that somewhere afterwards. It, it, I, I haven't seen that in such a long time. It made oh, me dear. laugh a lot. Um, um, yeah, sorry. So body, bag, body bags. <laughs> um, it was a bit as well. I've completely lost where I was talking now. Um, the, oh, dear. Um, I'll, that's it. The, the bit with this, um, the timed matches... Justin Roberts did very much a, what they do in New Japan, where they go ten minutes left. Ten minutes left. But they did it very differently. So instead of going like, ten, like they go ten minutes past, um, he did um, ten minutes have passed. That means ten minutes remaining. And like Justin Roberts, like came out. I was like, what? Oh, they're doing this. Yeah, that's cool because obviously they're making it feel like it's it. It's a sport. Well, because it, it's a thing they used to do in the seventies, eighties. It wasn't. It's not necessarily a thing limited to New Japan. It's something they've been doing. No, I know, they used to uh, back in the day a lot. It's something that you don't see a lot. No, only, it's not. The only, the only promotion that started bringing it back more, um, is, uh, IPW. Really? Yeah, they've gone weird. They've gone to proper timed matches like All right. I can't remember the actual ins and outs it's like some weird new rules that they brought in um to change how their matches work I'll find it and I'll I'll send it to you um I'll also try and find a link to, to share it to the rest of you because they've done something weird okay um, but I like yeah I like the fact that they did the, the the time remaining which kind of works in terms of the end of this match it does because the end of this match was a draw which I'm which again. I'm not fussed about. I I, I think that's I, a good way to end the match. It I keeps not, both from looking strong. But when I sat there watching, I went, "Oh, the part, the predictions. No one thinks of draws." <laughs> oh, um, mm. yeah, it worked. It really did work because it doesn't. It makes them both look strong. I think yeah. it yeah. made. Alan look massively strong. Maybe they maybe they see something in Derby as someone who's going to be a top star down the line, so they don't want him losing to Cody early on. And you can't have yeah. Cody losing early on. That's just not in their That's resource, just... is it? Um, it was just so good, so much. Like he he was getting so frustrated that he started like hitting him with his weightlifting belt that he wears on his attire yeah. and just going nuts. And then he slapped him, big boot, just. All sorts of stuff, and oh, it was just time run out. Um, I think the crowd was obviously struck, shocked as we were, and just were like, "What?" But just a bit afterwards, um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense either. Um, especially when you see the matchup fight for the fallen after this, which I'll talk about in a minute. But Sean Spears appeared, and smashed Cody across the head with an unprotected chair shot. Now, obviously, it wasn't a shoot. It was worked. But... Which is what I just saw by Ryan Satine. So, Ryan Satine has found another angle of the chair shot. Yeah. Um, it says, from this angle, the chair used to hit Cody in the head at Fighter Fest does appear to be gimmicked based on how easily the metal bends. So there's a picture. Really? There's a video, which I will. Send that makes sense. Video. I'll send you the video. 
Um, but for our listeners, so that you get a good idea, as Sean Spears hits Cody over the head, the flap of the where you sit, so the the flap that is folded up, yeah, actually bends when ah. it hits over the head, and it looks very much more like plastic. I genuinely think the if he does bleed, it's not where he he's not hit where it looks like he's bleeding from though. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my because god, that's gimmick cut. See, it, it looks It looks so real, doesn't it, when you watch it in real time. Because this this video is slow mode. Yeah. And you can clearly see the bend. Um and now that I think of it, he's when he's busted open, it's at the back of his head. Yeah. It's not actually yeah, I'm watching it now, and yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree at the moment. I mean, it, it it's hard to say. I mean, still does not, still cannot bend like that. No. Like that. I mean, if I mean, you work in a school, if you have those steel chairs at those schools, don't you? Uh, we have similar, but we have plastic versions. We had, at my old school, we had the metal, the full steel ones. We tried, we could barely lift them up, and that was in like year eight or nine at school. We could barely lift them up, and we were thinking, how the fuck do they hit people with these things? Mm. You know, I mean, yes, they're big, strong boys and whatnot, but at the same time, you're thinking, it's just like... It, Is it... Has he been busted open by the edge of maybe one side? But I <laughs> look, load that tweet up, scroll down a little bit, and there, there's a reply where it just shows Sean, Sean hitting him with the chair, and you can just see it looks like Cody's head's just been crushed. <laughs> scroll down a little bit; it's like seven or eight tweets yeah, down from that. It's that just... brutal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you go and check out Ryan Satine's tweet, if you haven't already yeah um, and you'll you kind of see yeah it looks gimmicked i still Matt's actually not... just piped up in responses because he has actually yeah yeah because right matt's at work so is jack we posted this in our little twitter dm group Matt's responses doesn't matter he um, he didn't hit him with the steel part with the seat part hit him with the edge and the headshot uh, and the headshot still a headshot yes a headshot is still a headshot i understand that and um, it's something that the whole idea i personally think the whole idea of it is it's publicity it, it's a publicity stunt. Um, yes. It, it's, it's not a, to, oh, to hark back to the Echidera or, or anything to do with anything like that. It's simply trying to go, oh, fuck, oh, God, these guys aren't fucking around no more. Yeah. Or, and, and, like, you know, you're getting a but lot they... of public press, whether it's good or bad, is irrelevant or irreverent in this position. Any, Any publicity is good publicity. So, yeah. The bit that as well, after that had happened, obviously... Um, MJF, SEU came out, the referees came and checked on him, helped him get to the back. Um, then after that, they obviously cut to uh, Jim Ross uh, and the yeah. commentary team. And the way that they were talking was obviously, as they normally do, if you look at what happened on Raw this week, they obviously do the s- solemn kind of, yeah, this has just happened, let's watch it again. But they showed it over and over again. Yeah, If it was... If they weren't comfortable with happened, it, they wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I know. Um, but the way that Jim Ross was speaking and talking, oh, that shouldn't be allowed, and and, and stuff like that. It's the, that's the way he was talking. 
maybe this is a publicity sense to say, yes, this did happen, but we're not going to do it. It's a shock value. It, I tell you what, it, it shocked the crowd to shit, though, didn't it? Oh yes. And that yes. was, and and that it's just to show just how much of a despicable character Sean Spears is, and he's the uh, what 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 what's the phrase? He's a good hand, isn't it? Because mm. because that, that's what he's taken umbrage to is that Cody said it. We got Sean Spears. Yeah, he's a good hand, and like Sean Spears is like, bruv, no, I'm not a good hand. I am a bastard, and I will hurt you, mm. etc. And yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see where they go from here. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it did come out of nowhere in terms of Ty Dillinger, really, or Sean Spears. What? Like, but then it know? makes sense. They've been best friends for years. Yeah, they grew yeah. up in OVW together. They've been best friends for fucking years. So yeah, bum. It makes total sense. However, the match that is happening at Fight for the Fallen does not make sense because. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, the match that they're going to do is... Let me just find it, because the the graphic was here a minute ago. Yeah, I think I've got it. Yeah, so it's Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allin, and Joey Janela in a six-man match against Sean Spears, Sammy Guevara, and MJF. So you're putting MJF and Sean Spears in a team together... After MJF is supposedly friends with Cody and was helping Cody after that chess spot. It's it's a bit of a weird choice. I mean, MJF re- re- like, reacted to it publicly in sort of a what the fuck sort of way. Yeah, he put, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Um, however, the... Fight for the Fallen event is obviously for charity. Yes. And you've also got Cody and Dustin against the Young Bucks, who are obviously good friends. So I'm kind of looking at this booking and going, it doesn't matter. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, there's no point in this. Yeah, it it, 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 it does seem a bit of a weird setup, if I'm being honest. But like, I mean, con- I mean con- con- considering that all they have to, to go in terms of promotion for this and, and set up for it is maybe the odd press conference beforehand and what's already happened in AEW and I show haven't... what and show what kind of charity work they're doing with yes whatever it is that they're they're, they're donating their money to because obviously it's based on the people who were involved in the um the shooting wasn't it and during that i think it's during that madden event madden oh event. yes that's what it's related to because it was done at jacksonville yes of course um because obviously I was, I think I was at, I think I was away, but I was like looking through um, Twitter and I saw it come up and there's actually people who were obviously streaming and you can hear it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen it. Um, it's nasty. It is nasty, but it's, I, I like the fact that they're doing an event for it. Yeah. But obviously the wrestling kind of matches and the booking doesn't really make sense because you can't really... I think wrestling takes a back seat in the, yeah. uh, for, for, for those sort of things. It sort of almost becomes like a house show in effect. Yeah, definitely. Which I'm still going to watch it if they put it on. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure once because they they do very much seem to be reactionary to fans, and I'm I get the feeling they might change that. Because mm, mm. other bits don't make much sense to it either. The predictions we're doing for that is next week because it's the same weekend as Extreme Rules. Oh goody! So 
lots of wrestling. Thank God it's on a Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Are you at MJ, uh, went to MGPX? Uh, the weekend after that podcast that we do. All that. right, okay. That's the 20th. Yes. I believe. Um, so let's finish. Interesting event. Just saying. Um, let's finish the last two matches of Fight Fest before we get into WWE programming this week. Uh, the Elite versus Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. I tweeted this. Um, Jack gave me a bit of grief for it. Um, I said there's three certainties in life. Death, taxes, and the Lucha Bros and the Elite not having a five-star match. Uh, having a five-star match. Not was having. it that good then? I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought was it was it very five-star worthy though. Anything that's got the Lucha Bros in his five star already, in my opinion. But Jack himself has rated it. The, the, the total event. Uh, let me see. Let's let's, let's have a quick look at his because uh, I don't really read these very much. So let, let's let's look at the uh, his star ratings. So we go best friends SCU private party one and a half stars. Ali cool. Lever Bates two stars. Uh, Nakazawa and Jabali two and three quarter stars. Seema and Daniels one and a quarter stars. Riho Yuka and Nyla one and a quarter. Fatal Four Way one star. Cody all in Cody versus all in one star. Fucking hell. Six man tag one and a quarter stars. Was he drunk? Mox versus Janela one and a quarter stars. I think he was drunk. What? Jack, are you okay? <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, hang on. I, I, I'm I'm messaging him and keep keep vamping. I'm gonna message okay. him. So I'm gonna talk about the. <laughs> That's really shocked me. Um, the elite versus Luke, versus Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid was just very good. It's obviously, um, the the elite were very influenced by Street Fighter. Uh, oh their... yes, I, I saw that. I saw their entrance. That was very nice. Which was pretty cool. Um, Round one fight. Yeah, and the fact that he got Justin Roberts to do that as well. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. that was um, cool. Which was pretty cool. Um, obviously, lots of chance of Cerro Miedo, as always. Um, it was just good. It's obviously going to be lots of high action. I think it's because I'm so used to WWE tag matches that anything like this, I enjoy a lot. Yes. Um, high fly flippy shit. Yeah, um, lots of kind of, I don't know how to explain it, super kick, there's super kick party at one point, love a good super kick party. Hang on, Jack, uh, Jack, Jack's admitting failure with some of these star ratings, so I'm, I'm grilling him now. Is he really? Yeah. What is he put? <laughs> I thought you wrote, Jack, explain your star rating for Fighter Face. In what way? Oh, um, that's not right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Jack, we forgive you, mate. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it comes out and says, actually, Jerry. Oh, yeah, he's updating it, look. He's updating Good. it. All he's right. Updating. Okay. Okay. We will, uh, let's let, let's fix this now, shall we? So um, he then, oh, he still gave Best Friends SCU Private Party one and a half. <laughs> okay. So Best Friends SCU Private Party one and a half. Um, Ali versus Lever Bates two, Nakazawa two and Jibeli two, um, uh, two and three quarters, Cena versus Daniels three and a quarter, uh, Riho Yuka and Nyla three and a quarter, 
Four way three stars. Cody all in three stars. Six man tag three and a half. And John Moxley and Janela three and a half. Okay, so that's that's more reasonable, I'd say. Yes. Although <laughs> I, I think I am over exaggerating with the five stars. You 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 do you do seem to think that everything is a five star match. If if uh, did because it have a, did have have a the... Spanish fly? Was there a Spanish fly in the match? Yes, there was five star. Understandable. Um, there was a. I think it was from the top rope to the outside. Oh, well, I genuinely think that was that six stars. Then, um, I'm sure there was. <laughs> there was. I'm now going to search. <laughs> This has turned into the worst <laughs> podcast ever, and I do apologise. Jack has uh, said, "I'm just being a, a big WWE mark, and all AEW matches are one star." So, yeah, okay, I can, I can. Are you Vince now? Apparently, he's now Vince. Zero <laughs> star, not in the Tokyo Dome, says Matt. I can. So, so basically, Matt and Jack uh, uh, are, on, are on the podcast via the Twitter DMs. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm. Oh yeah, that was it. So. How do I? It's, so they were going for a Meltzer driver to the outside. Yes. Um, while one of them was hold, so I think it was Nick was holding on to Laredo Kid's arm while he was doing like an old school. Oh no, stand. I did see this. And I then, this. Um, not Penta the um, Phoenix, Phoenix um, did the Spanish fly off the top rope to the outside onto Pentagon Junior and Matt Jackson. Yes, like, I remember that. that if that doesn't give you five stars, Jack, there's something wrong with you. Fucking what, mate? I'm going to put that into the DMs now. Don't right. don't do it now, otherwise, otherwise. <laughs> right then. Okay. So last match, non-sanctioned. Um, they definitely played on this with that is the last AEW match of the night. This next match does not have any AEW logos, therefore it's not associated with AEW, but it is on this event. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, and it contains one of the biggest stars from AEW, and and John Moxley. <laughs> so no, nah, no, nah, I love a bit of Joey Janela. So Joey Janela, I've never seen him. anything of, and I like. I like. Fucking awesome. He's really uh, awesome. I, I've seen a bit of Joey Janela stuff, and I'm 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 a fan of him. We had barbed wire steel chairs. We had thumbtacks. We had thumbtacks. We had two lots of barbed wire on planks of wood. Yes. We had a ladder. We had tables. Um, was there chairs? <laughs> TLC match. Oh my gosh. On chair. Um, <laughs> An un chair. But yeah, they, they played on the fact that the chair had like a rag with blood on it as he took it, as he took the rag off it. Okay. It's like, oh, look, it's when he tried to put the barbed wire on it, he make, made himself bleed. I was ah, like, ah, very nice. Kind of very like nice. It. Um, I think he was. <laughs> I can understand why people won't like this because it's more of a spot fest. Well, yeah, well, they are. All those really are spot fests. Like, oh, let me just set this table here for no apparent reason. Oh, no, I'm going to go through it. Um, yeah. Like, Janela did a ring apron Russian leg sweep through a table. Mad. Which is different. It like, is I've different, never, yeah. I've never seen somebody do that before. Yeah. Um, you've got, obviously, spear through the table in the corner. Pair of tables, which there was a arm, like our elbow drop from the top of the ladder. Yeah. Um, I love the fact he took his socks and shoes off, <laughs> put him onto the thumbtacks. Then did the uh, they're calling it the paradigm. Like his finisher is now the paradigm shift. Yeah, I kind of like that. Which is cool. It's a nice um, name. He bought two lots of thumbtacks out, one for his feet and one for every other body part. I think. Yeah. 
Um, Fucking grim. Just, it was nice. It was, I, it's grim watching it and going, because we haven't seen, I haven't like, I watched the Vice documentary about CZW. Yeah, I've seen that. And wanted to vomit. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And when he's pulling the the bed of whatever it is in his head, and he's yeah. trying to get out, I was like, yeah, um, it's, it's a bit of dry heaving going on there, yeah. Yeah, it's not the same, <laughs> granted, no. but even this stuff, you go, ooh, ooh, that, ooh, ooh. Yeah, 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 you do have to sort of watch this with gritted teeth. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It It, it plays on your sort of natural wanting for sort of bloodlust or whatever it is. I don't know fucking I don't know what the fuck it is. But yeah. like your it, it it's hard to describe, but those sort of matches every once every once in a while, as long as they're not a fucking regular recurrence, um, like every pay per view there's gonna be a, a death match. I don't like well, I don't want that to happen. Welcome to our pay per view this month, which is called death The match. Death Match. Yes. Sorry WWE, that's a shot at you boys. Yes. Um yeah, very good match. Moxley wins, obviously. Of course he You're does. Not gonna make that boy lose. Um, and then he got attacked by Kenny Omega, and he was throwing him into tables. Um, he was... He fucked it up, him, is what he did. Yeah, smashing him with drums and guitars, and watching a cameraman fall into the little swimming pool was highly amusing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> instant replay. And the fact that... I'm sorry... John Moxley was corpsing. Was I didn't see that. So because he'd fallen back into the yeah. pool, he still had the camera rolling, and you could just see John Moxley just absolutely creasing. Da, 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 da. For the man. See, I, I've not actually seen. I've, I've missed last watch many. The one came out a few days ago. I need to watch that. It's three uh, eight. Yeah, it was, it was all right. Yeah, give it a give it a butcher's. The, I, endings, the endings seem to get good one week and then. Yeah, endings endings can be a bit hit on this, but yeah, yeah I, I do like it. Definitely, um, but yeah, so that was Fight Fest. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I don't know. Maybe I'm because I'm so disillusioned with WWE at the moment. Anything other than WWE, I enjoy. Speaking of WWE, right? Have we actually mentioned the whole Heyman and Bischoff thing? Was that mentioned last week? Yes. Okay, then, fine. About to say, because that's a pretty fucking important thing, um, yeah, if we hadn't. Yeah, because we knew about it last Thursday. Well, oh, right, okay. Because it was I, literally I it was literally about an hour or two before we'd done the, the podcast, I think. Yes, that's right, yes. Um, yeah, so SmackDown and Raw, or Raw and SmackDown in that particular order, the only notable thing to happen on Raw was the first 20 minutes <laughs> It was a bit Jekyll and Hyde, Raw. Um, I, I'll be honest, I've not watched that much of the product recently. Um, it just, yeah, it's just been sort of like, oh, it's just it's just dull to me. But I, I, so I, I decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a go this time. Um, after hearing about the Bischoff and Heyman interjection, which isn't actually instant, it's sort of like a staggered thing. They're sort of slowly more and more and more getting more involved. And after watching a bit of that, I thought, yeah, it wasn't too bad. It it wasn't a terrible Raw by any stretch. I mean, the first 20 minutes was great. Fucking full-on nuts 20 minutes or so. Um, and there is... Oh, a reason. Yes, there is, there is a reason 
sorry, the, not the reason. There is something we didn't mention earlier on. According to the Melt, um, you got Kofi swearing, you got Corey swearing, you got the bitch being used a lot more. You've got uh, that they are apparently slowly drifting, trying to slowly drift away from PG now, and head towards a more mature audience. Really, slowly trying to drift away from it. Well, see, the thing is, right, is you could be as PG as you like. But if you're not, but if, if you're not selling events, and you're not, and you know, if you don't sell the events, that means the kids don't buy the fucking uh, the merchandise. So what's the point in staying in that? They they have to adapt to the situation. AEW is edgy. Yes, it's fresh and it's edgy, and this is something that I think WWE have taken on board. You've seen Kofi, Kofi Kingston swearing of all people, the most cookie cutter baby face you've ever seen swearing. You got Corey Graves going holy shit, which okay, We're granted was well used yes they didn't that's the thing that i've read everywhere about the swearing is it's used purposefully it's yes. not used on a whim oh let's keep using the word bitch or let's which is, keep... which is what roman reigns did wasn't it no lesnar uh, <laughs> lesnar uses it's a part time in freak ass bitch oh. <laughs> all the freaking time lesnar uses it um but yeah they they didn't say the S word. Like they didn't, I'm trying not to swear. Here. Um, they did, Awkward. <laughs> they didn't. They. They. Yeah. They they, they. 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 If they use it sparingly and not for the sake of it, which is yes, what did. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm fine with it either way. But if they're looking to go a bit edgier than they were, I. I don't want like you know, a hark back to the choppy choppy PP stuff and the GTV and. Uh, you know, lingerie matches and shit like that, which is what the actual era mainly was. Not do lingerie matches ever again? No, no, no. I know that, but what I'm trying to get at is that was that was what the, the actual era was. Primarily, that's that's what it was. It just needs to be its new era. That's yes. what it needs to be. It needs to mould itself. Yeah. Based on the current climate of what you can and cannot get away with, effectively. Yes. And um, hopefully, hopefully, they're starting to see that now and having. Heyman and Bischoff in his ear will really do something because yeah, because Heyman will not beat around the bush. He'll go, "Oi, Vince." The thing, the thing with Heyman, the the thing with Heyman, over over everything else, over his wrestling knowledge and things like that, is that he's up to date with current events. He knows that he's got his ear to the ground and knows what is popular. I mean, there's the old adage that he could have had they could have had System of a Down performing at um oh what was this this was during like massive massive attitude era levels when you know with system of a down like that those sort of bands system of down limp biscuit linkin park i mean they allowed limp biscuit but you know the others were like huge massive massive influences at the time they could have had them perform and vince said no to system of a down performing a wwe event he said no so this is when toxicity had just come out it was Honest, I mean, I you probably because obviously you're a bit younger than me. This yeah. is eight, this is eighteen years ago now, right? Yeah. So I had I bought Toxicity the day it came out, <laughs> and System of a Down were a massive, massive influence on me and a lot of people that are my age. I'm thirty one. I'm thirty two in like five or six days. So you know, it's it, it's one of those things that sort of happens. But um, when Toxicity came out and Hybrid Theory and albums like that, they were they were a massive change in culture. For mm. people my age, 
And to have that alongside with WWE, which is what, well, WWF back then, which is what they were trying to be. They were trying to be cutting edge. They were trying to have that sort of thing. Those two meshing together would have been amazing. And obviously, it's just very atypical events to go, no, I don't want it. And Paul Heyman going, you're a fucking idiot for not doing this. And hopefully now Vince is realising the, the ratings are going lower and lower and lower. And I say this, and I've said this as many times until you blew in the face, ratings fucking matter. They do. Whether Luckily, luckily Jack and Matt aren't here this week to, to, to disagree with me, but they do matter. Um, when the ratings dip further and further, you have to have influences that are going to help you. And hopefully Heyman and Bischoff will do that. And so far, I mean, we've had little interjections of it so far, and it's actually making a difference, I think. Mm. Oh, rant over, sorry. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so the, the Falls Count Anywhere match, um, I genuinely, when this first started and I was watching it, went, why? And then what it makes happening? sense. And then it makes sense. Um, I believe they're both injured anyway. Uh, I believe, well, thingy's out, I mean, Strowman's been sidelined for six to eight months with a, what is it, done something to his spleen or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's work, but it's, it, 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 honestly, it gets Strowman off TV for a long time. Strowman needs to be away from TV for a while. I'm sorry, he's a stagnated character and have him come back late in the year or at the beginning of next year, have him come back for the Rumble or something, have him win the fucking Rumble, do something with him there. But, you know, I think, uh a massive pop babyface Strowman could be a huge thing to have for the company. Yes. And uh, well. one one little tidbit as well. That's oh, what I like saying tidbit. Uh, another another melt report because I've been on I've been on Squared Circle today, as you can tell. Shout out to Squared Circle IWC community. Uh, um, Heyman is a massive massive Ricochet fan. Huge Ricochet fan, and to the point where they can say where where Heyman wants. Vince to see what Ricochet is, and that's part of the reason why I think they've they stuck the US title on him to be like in this bit with AJ as well. Yeah, and I mean he'll lose it, and that's fine. But he doesn't need he doesn't need it now. Or he won't need it for long. It's just to sort of see to gauge the fans' reaction, and he got he's getting a good reaction, and I think he's going to go further and further up. You're looking confused. What's going on? Someone's ringing me. <laughs> All right, then you can you can take it if you want. Yeah, just give me a sec. Yeah, sure. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. I thought it was important. Turns out it was asking me if I'd seen... My mate had asked me if I'd seen, like, Endgame recently because he's got a ticket for Spider-Man for tomorrow. And I was like, no, I haven't seen Endgame yet. Slap him. And then it was like, no, I haven't seen it. Right, okay, fine. But I can know what I'm trying to say is you need to slap your friend for calling you during a podcast. Yeah, I don't think he knew. So anyway, where were we? We were talking about Ricochet. Yes. Um, and the fact that he's going to be no the, yeah it's, it's basically right i'm because i'm only i'm not going to fully edit this bit because it because otherwise it's going to make no sense so yeah Heyman's a massive ricochet fan and i think that having uh having Heyman in vinter's ear for this could be a very good thing for him and it's what i've been saying for a long time as well so it looks like at least at least Heyman's um uh, uh, me and Heyman are getting on the same page here with this one <laughs> yes yes um we then had the New Day in a match against the Viking Raiders, which ended up in a no contest, um, leading to a six-man tag team match, which is cookie-cutter. Generic. Uh, you know what that is? That's that, that's WWE Smackdown, shut your mouth. 
or SmackDown 3 Shut Your Mouth or uh, any sort of generic WWE game. It is. It's the, someone runs down to the ring, let's make it a six-man tag, ding, ding, ding. It's just, ugh. It's, it's, it's seen and done and played a million times. It's, mm. it, it's, it's, it's very Jekyll and Hyde, but, you know, these are things that hopefully can be worked on and improved in the future. It looks yeah. like it also looks like the no wrestling during a um, uh, an ad break thing lasted for all of about a week because apparently Miz had a match. Uh, Miz did something during um, during Miz's match. They wrestled during the commercial breaks as well. So, uh, okay, as I you were. Um, so then it turned into Joe and the Viking Raiders, who then beat the New Day and then pretty much just made him tap out again. I think or fall asleep. Um, we we had. Uh, the street profits randomly arrive. Yes, I like that. Uh, the only down, the only downside to this, the the only downside to this was they spoiled it right at the beginning of Raw. Yes, they did. Because they had the wrong fucking camera feed in. Good old Dunn's teeth hit the wrong button. Get your knack out of the way, pal. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> we we treated a bit to a millisecond of Charlie Caruso and Street Profits before Raw had even really started. But hey. I, I did like it, but this is the weird thing, right? And this is a dig at WWE's continuity across all of their production. Go on. Because at Stomping Grounds, when Ricochet won the title, yeah. they said it's his first title win in WWE, which it's is incorrect. Not. I know. Right? Then, this week, we've got NXT Tag Team Champions on a main roster show with their titles talking about their titles but when they but they don't acknowledge it i just don't understand you choose when and when not to acknowledge the nxt i just yeah yeah i, I, I get exactly what, what you're saying i get no I, I that makes total sense i get what you're saying there um i know why street profits were shown there because they want to uh, honestly nxt not nxt viewer numbers are not great <laughs> uh nxt weekly show rates they're not good so, um, by showing how charismatic the Street Profits are, which they are, they're fantastic. Oh, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. And they did they did themselves proud on Raw. They were fucking awesome. Um, uh, it might get people to go, huh, I might go and tune into NXT and watch some of these Street Profits guys. These are kind of cool. I could get behind these guys. And I think that's, that's obviously the reason. And to be honest, eventually when they do get called up, they got something to reference back to. Yeah, definitely. The... Um... The match that then was supposed to happen as well at this point was No Way Jose versus Cesaro. Oh, yeah. Which just didn't happen. No. What a shame. Cesaro, what a guy. Welcome back to obscurity, my friend. And look, he still wanted to hit a neutralizer outside. That's outside of him on No Way Jose. But it, but it, was, all, it was all just to get the 24-7 stuff in. Yeah. And... I, I I did kind of like our truth just laying on the on the side right in front of Drake like come on in, and and Drake's wife dancing around to the to the uh, the conga line as well. Yeah, I I I really love the Drake and, and his wife dynamic and bits like that. It's very it's very entertaining. It is. And it is. as I said, I, I said it every week, I shat on the twenty four seven title to start with, and I'm I'm sorry. We both did, to be quite honest. Yeah, Drake, I was like, please no, this isn't the attitude era. You need to stop. And then it's actually worked out quite nice. Drake has taken this along with our truth, and they have made it into something that's thoroughly, thoroughly entertaining. 
And honestly, during the week, you can scroll through Twitter and be like, oh yeah, that's fucking awesome. Because they keep, they keep the continuity through social media and it's very, very entertaining. It's a clever way of getting social media involved with the product. Exactly. Well. And, and instead of, excuse me, here's what you missed this week or here's 10 things that you know about Extreme Rules. Oh, no. I Here don't, are I don't... Extreme Rule matches from history. Like, oh, you know what? Let's let's rewatch Bailey versus Alexa Bliss at, uh, at Extreme Rules. Bailey literally replied to that going, no. Because that's, <laughs> it, that's the match that basically killed any momentum she'd ever gained in wrestling. Was that the um That was that yeah, it was the, the Kendo stick match. Yeah. Brilliant. Um Undertaker appeared. Um And I didn't fucking care. Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre, the promo was Meh. Whack. Take it or leave it. Um, they're pretty much saying Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre, are, McIntyre aren't scared of The Undertaker this week, but they clearly are. If you're yes. not afraid of The Undertaker, you are a frigging moron. I just didn't care. Um, Natalia versus Lacey Evans also didn't care. Didn't watch it. Fast forward. No, it. no, I did actually watch it, and um, it wasn't a terrible match. Lacey hit, Lacey hit all her spots, all right? Um couple of minor little weak points but nothing too terrible it was it was just to get her a bit more over and and uh the, ta- the, the, the thing that kind of annoys me, the women's right they don't sell it the, 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 natalia fell over like she like she was back to like like it was just a standard punch but natalia's not trash in the ring but no the finish is trash no the, no, the finish isn't trash what they what they need to do is they need to sell it how wrestlers sold the wmd from big show Oh yeah, which 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 would be a which would be a knockout. You have been knocked out. You don't fall back like you're about to take a fucking back bump. It's just and look again. I completely agree. I just think I have a feeling they haven't figured out how to sell it. As so, a honestly, right? What we need to do, right, is watch watch whoever's fighting Deontay Wilder and see how that person falls over when they get hit with one of one of his punches, and that's what you do. Seriously, you get hit by one of those punches, you're out on your feet, or you just go down, or you or you, or you go down in a way like you've been knocked out, and you lost all senses. I mean, fuck, I could do that. Most people could. Um, <sighs> welcome back to Out of Three Falls. It's been a long time since we've seen you, sir. Oh, they're going to be like... they're very regular right now, aren't they? I don't like them. No, it was Elias and the Miz, wasn't it? It was the Miz one. Great, move on. Cheers, Seth. <sighs> Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Mike and Maria Kanellis. I absolutely hated this. I hated it. It's bad. It is bad. Very, very bad. Um, I'm. I just hope, honestly, I hope once Extreme Rules is out of the way, we can stop this because you and I both know what's going to happen, right? Becky Lynch will make Baron Corbin tap at Extreme Rules. That's what it's going to be. And it's going to be shit. And it's going to be, you can't beat me up. Your man had to do it for you. And it's just constant man jokes, which are just trash. And I'm sorry, this bit where with Mike and Maria bitch. made it worse. Yeah. Well, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be, it's going to be weird because next week it's, um, oh, who is it next week? Is it, it's, um, isn't it Andrade and Selena Vega? Versus the two of them. I think it is next week on Raw. It's going to be them two. And I just kind of feel bad for that, for, for Zelina. I feel, I feel bad for all four of them. Because it's clear that 
<laughs> How do I put this? Is there a mixed match challenge coming up soon by any chance? <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. I, when was the last mixed match challenge? Because I have a feeling there's another one coming up soon. <laughs> honestly, right? WWE need to stop with this Becky and Seth public, oh, they're a power couple thing. It's f- one, is, one, it's cringy. One, it's cringy as fuck. Oh, it's massive. And two, I really get the impression that the two of them really are uncomfortable doing this. No, I don't think Incredibly they are. uncomfortable. I think Seth is very uncomfortable doing it. I think it. Becky's fucking uncomfortable as well. But in, bear in mind, her character is she's supposed to be a badass. and then, but, but now publicly on TV, she's now a vulnerable woman next to Seth. And it's just... It's weird. Um, maybe I'm missing the point. And that's, if I am, then fine. But I think to I- me missing the point as well potentially but um i'm just going to put this out there mike and maria canellis are stealing a living no mike canellis can work <laughs> mike canellis is a good worker and maria, maria was canellis maria maria used to be a really good valet stealing a living maria's an incredible she used to be an incredible valet she's really good on ring of honor really good but she's not doing a lot at the moment which... no because she's pregnant which they worked into the storyline this week so that oh can we stop I want to move on. I can't talk about this without getting angry. It's just bad. It's so bad. And it's a shame because it's now, it's devalued the women's title. It's devalued the universal title. All, all of this bollocks. I, have a, I also have a feeling the Mike and Maria thing has moved into 205 Live as well. Oh, great. I can't wait to not watch um, that. I think. I don't, I don't quote me on it. I just read it somewhere. I don't care. Um, exactly. That's why I didn't read on. Um, moment of bliss. Nikki Cross um, with Nikki Cross, which <sighs> then turned into Carmella coming out and challenging Alexa Bliss. Alexa that losing ended, in six that seconds. End, that ended up her losing in probably the fastest time ever. Um, and then we six had six seconds. Then we had Nikki Cross beat Carmella in a match. Afterwards. Yeah. <sighs> cool. Now, what 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 this, what this does? They're what? protecting Alexa. In terms of her physical, no, 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 no. It, it's not. It's not. It's nowhere near as complicated as that. What it is is they're building Nikki Cross up for when Bliss turns on Nikki Cross, because it's 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 what it's what it's because mm, basically yeah. Alexa Bliss is the Kevin Owens of the women's division. Don't yeah. trust Alexa because she she did it to Nia, she did it to Mickey James, she did it to Alicia Fox. I think she did it to Fox. Fox. She's done it to everyone that she's to, that she's got friendly with, where she will, yeah. Because Nikki Cross is stealing the spotlight unintentionally. She's been misled by Alexa Bliss, but she's stealing the spotlight because she's winning the matches that Alexa should be winning, and then eventually Alexa's going to have enough and turn on Nikki Cross. That that's what will happen. And then you'll get Nikki Cross will get over as a face, which I quite like. She needs to fucking change her music, but uh, she'll she'll get over she'll get over as a face, and then we'll um you know hopefully propel her into something. I I don't really think it might flip the other way. But Nikki I, Cross, t- no. I don't think Nikki Cross will get to a point where Alexa does something, um, and says, "Oh, you're not my friend anymore." Blah blah blah. Um, and then and Nikki snaps. Nikki snaps and goes back to. Ah, Nikki wants to play. Want to play. Want to play. Want to play with Nikki. To play. Anyway. Nikki. <laughs> yeah. Nikki. Um, and then the last match was the US title match, 
uh, Ricochet versus AJ Styles, which was built up earlier in the night, where the club tried to manipulate this to make it seem like AJ was getting a bit soft. Therefore, they made a story to therefore get the old AJ Styles out of this modern show, which I actually really liked. Yeah. The slap sound on Ricochet. Oh, no, I, no I, 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 I put out on the DM group, someone needs to make a Bruno Mars gif of those slaps. It's a dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Give me your, give me your, give me your. I just, yeah, it, it, to me, that makes total sense. I keep looking for it. No one's made it. I'm disappointed. Disappointed in everyone. I'm going to have to do it myself. It's too, it's too late now. The, the moment's passed. Yes. But yeah, those... So good slaps, top slaps, and the match was good as well. Yeah, the match was very good. Um, the spot where his foot was under the rope, so they had to restart the match, was fine. Um, I know people, I know they continuity kind of, gets on my tits off the back of that, but you know, yeah, they can, they kind of get, they kind of get bogged down in some of these interesting ways to get them to restart a match or for whatever reason. But I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah, uh, and then you've got. The match itself, where Ricochet eventually wins, and then AJ turns heel, which I'm fine with. As I said earlier on, as long as he can change up his gimmick a little bit, change up his style. Not not his not his wrestling style because his, his wrestling style is fantastic. I'm talking about his attire. Maybe the music. Something needs to change for him to sort of click as the heel now. And. Mm. Um, I can't, I, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm happy he's here and I'm happy to work, he's working with a club again. Just yes. no more shouting, AJ, no more shouting. Yes. Um, before we finish Raw, um, mm. we uh, didn't see any... Um, Firefly. Firefly. Nah. I don't think we saw any backstage... No, we didn't. Either, which is WWE's own stupid fault. No, it's fine. You, you, it doesn't need to be on every time. It doesn't need to happen. No, it's their own stupid fault because they've now admitted it by showing the video of highlighting where they are five times. In the they shouldn't have done that. He's just a boy, poor little feller. They should not have acknowledged it. No, I agree. I fully agree with you on that one. They, they should have just kept it quiet and got people guessing. Because uh, because you build a Twitter storm off that you don't need to go and you don't need to own it. You, this is why they're not cool. If this was if this was AEW needed this, they would not have tweeted out. Did you see? Look look. Did you see all of it? Oh, just just listen. You don't need to acknowledge it because that makes it uncool. I mean, I'm I'm a 32 year old man. I don't I don't I don't profess to be cool, but it's like come on. It's mm. it's kind of obvious here. Yeah. You, you don't need to acknowledge it. You you let the public create the storm. Not you don't create the storm because for how them. How much of a storm was there last the other week when it happened? Oh, it was fucking incredible. I was like tweeting about it. I was looking at tweets about it, seeing what people were saying. Huskers was trending. <laughs> Huskers. That's mental. I love that. Um, Smackdown. People said this is the worst thing that they've ever seen. Compared to Raw, <laughs> if I someone mean, had said if someone had said to you that Raw was better than SmackDown this week, you'd probably go, "You what, mate?" Um, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad, but it, it wasn't. was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't great, but it, it didn't have any sort of real standout moments. I mean, yes, you had Kofi doing the middle finger, and I, 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 I thought that 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 promo was, was a good promo. I enjoyed Kevin Owens' promo a bit. It's Kevin Owens' face. Who knows? Because during that entire thing, that was face-like. His entire 
Kevin, um, Kevin Owens show bit was an absolute face. Oh, the bit where he was taking the, like saying, changing the cart, like what was said on the cart yes. stuff. Yeah. Yes. It was sarcastic face. Kevin that Owens. Was, that was the only good thing about that promo. Cause the rest of it. Was oh no, 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 no. Oh no. Oh, yeah. You didn't like it. Cause it was sh- shitting on your boy Ziggles. But no, 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 no. I actually enjoyed that. I loved it. I thought. No, it was I meant just that whole segment with Vin, uh, with Vince. You might as well be uh, Shane, Shane and Drew. Like That's the only bad. bit. Was but then the bit with Ziggles was quality. I liked it. Why is like Roman Reigns on SmackDown? By the way, weird. It, it, that, that means it's been over a month since he was on his since since the face of SmackDown was on the show, was on the show SmackDown. It's mad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened on SmackDown? I've watched the highlights, but I can't remember now. Daniel Bryan had a match against Big E, which Daniel Bryan won. Yep, fine. Good match. Uh, uh, Nikki Cross hosted a moment of bliss. I quite then like that. Bailey. Uh, yeah, which Bailey won, which which makes sense. I'm fine with that. Um, Samoa Joe and Kofi did the standoff with yeah. Kofi giving him the middle finger. Really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the promo. <laughs> it, it, and, and, and I just want to point out, it wasn't just for the middle finger. It was the back and forth between the two of them. Because yeah. they, they're both so, so talented and so good on the mic and can think on their feet. Because you can tell Joe ad-libs everything. Joe Joe goes... Joe doesn't stick to script, or Joe isn't a non-script guy. He's a very much ad-lib, take it, you know, go out there and um, say how you feel to sell the fight. Yeah. And yeah, I like that. I, I thought it was very good as well. Uh, Andrade and Apollo Crews, take it or leave it. This is the funny thing. They tried to make this was a feud match. Which happened a month ago. Apollo Cruz is in a feud. Apparently, Apollo Cruz is in a feud with Andrade before the uh, Intercontinental match at Super Showdown. Hello, I'm I'm sure I'm sure you know I'm sure it was a fine match. The two of them are very good workers, but I just don't care. Andrade, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Okay, Mandy, Mandy, Mandy versus Ember Moo. Mandy Moo. Who won? Uh, I, no, no, I can't remember who won. I, I think I skipped that match. Ember won it. Yeah, fine. Uh, with a nice eclipse, as always. That gov- uh, I love a good eclipse. So fine by me. Uh, and then we had the match between Heavy Machinery and KO versus Ziggles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, proper. Oh, that was a proper Teddy Long move. That wasn't it. Fucking hell. Because uh-huh. uh, set up from that fucking promo, well, the set up from the, the really good promo until the last three or four seconds where he's like, come on then. Um, uh, general man, couple of then owners or managers, whoever. Um, who are we? You know, who's going to get a title shot? Neither of you, but you two can work together to take on. Oh, for fuck's sake! You're going to go in a tag team match against the Undertaker. <laughs> you will go one on one with the Undertaker. Love Teddy Long, holla holla, player player. <sighs> um, yeah, and then the match happened with Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> I just I just watch it and just every time I watch a heavy machinery match I really annoy Alice because I just get going took it but heavy machinery won which is the best option here thank you very much yes I don't think they'll win the titles but no putting them in the light in the spotlight I like it yeah I, like I do it. it's they're slowly getting over because they're funny they 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 were over with the crowd sweet sweet. Tucky was like, not Tucky, uh, Otis was doing his usual fist bump gyrating on the apron and the crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's always a good thing. 
And they cheered the caterpillar as well. Oh, of course they did, because it's a, it's a face move. Yes. Um, I'm not going to talk about NXT, because I haven't watched it. No, I will talk about one thing. Go on, Two then. Two minor things. One, I've seen one... <coughs> excuse me. I just vaped. I'm coughing a bit. Um, excuse me. Uh, I saw one spot from Roderick Strong versus Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze took a nasty-looking back bump. My God, on, on the steel steps. Roderick Strong did like a backbreaker on the steel steps and fuck me, that looked painful. And number two, Adam Cole being the bastard that he is, walks into Gargano's family restaurant, walks over, because on the wall they've got like pictures of Johnny Gargano like holding the titles and things like that. So he, go, he wanders over, puts a picture up of himself with the words next to it. Now you've got a champion who you can really get behind or something like that with Adam Cole, smug bastard face with the NXT title, walks over to the, the, the desk where Papa Gargano is, buys his pictures and walks out. What a dick. I love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, as we were. We don't talk about anything else because nothing else has happened. No, the, the Southern Showdown shows happened last week. Didn't what, what, what even is that? Uh, so New Japan did their two... Oh, no. Two days in no. Mel- Sydney, Melbourne. Okay. Um, I didn't watch any of it. I and Seth Rollins squashed the beef with Will Ospreay. Even though Will Ospreay has publicly said... It was just a bit of fun anyway. I was just enjoying myself. Yeah, Seth Rollins came out and was like, I, I, I shouldn't have compared how much money we earn. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm and sorry. was like, just buy me Nando's, innit? <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His reply was, no worries, just buy me Nando's. All right, I'm, I'm, all right, okay, we will talk about Will Ospreay here. Go on. I, I listened to his appearance on the Edge and Christian podcast last week. Because I listen to Edge of Christian Podcasts every week. They're my bays. I listen to that every every week without fail. Will Ospreay was on it. And yeah, I, I get it. I, I get it now with Ospreay. Um, he talks a lot about uh, how he got into it, uh, how he got into wrestling himself, how he's finding living in Japan now. Uh, the Nando's black card story, which because apparently... <laughs> Right, I'll tell what I can and I'll, I'll paraphrase it. So, obviously, he loves the Nandos. We know this. It's very sort of public. That's, that's probably fine. why I love the Nandos then. Yes. And um, he... So one, one of the members of staff from Nandos tweeted, I can't believe... Or, or sent a message or, or sort of sent it in public saying, I can't believe that Will Ospreay is in our Nandos now and has to buy his food. Surely he should have a black card. And and Will Ospreay seeing this is like, fuck yeah, why haven't I got a black card? Retweets. And then within 24 hours, Nando's PR team are on the phone to him. And they're going, uh, so you know you're a wrestler? Is that yeah? You know that's a gimmick? Is that yeah? The Nando's black card's a gimmick as well. I was like, what? He went, yeah, it, 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 it's, a, it's all a gimmick. The whole thing, it's all a gimmick. Like, just like your wrestling thing. It's, it's smoke and mirrors and things like that. And he went, Oh shit! <laughs> so, so, so it turns out that yeah, they're not actually really a thing. So then, um, but then, but then they said, okay, well, look, you know, because obviously this has happened, we don't want you to feel left out of this situation. So, free Nando's in your in your local store for life. It's like fuck yeah, done. No worries. That's awesome. I love that story. Bless him. I do. I, I do love that man a lot. He's an incredibly entertaining man, and I oh, yeah. and I can see yeah. why people get it now. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, see, apology accepted. Just buy me a Nando's winky face. Yeah. Honestly, nothing but respect for you, sir. Just a bit of banter in my mind. I followed your career since you were Tyler Black. I know it's not all the money and it's about the love. Keep flying your flag and having fun. Fuck yeah. That's the difference, though. He doesn't want to do it for the money. Uh, if you want to do it for the money, because he because he's report he's turned down WWE numerous times. I don't know why? Huh? I just I just, I just know why because I think he he's a bit like um what's his name Joey Ryan Is Joey really Ryan though? Joey Ryan loves the Indies yeah and he's not signed with anybody he said I could have signed with whoever and he says but I love independent wrestling I'm gonna be an indie wrestler pretty much for life but Osprey isn't an independent wrestler now he yeah, works in New I Japan know, I know but he's got well well the well, the reason why he's got so much respect for the 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 off front office of New Japan. Yeah. And the Japanese fans love him. Yeah, they, they friggin' love him. Well because 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 he's he's he was very public in the sense that you know, Japan's the end goal for me. WWE isn't the end game, Japan's the end game for me. Oh, yeah. that's, that's all I wanted. Yeah. All I wanted to do was to go live in Japan and, and wrestling there. And because him and his missus were sort of travelling backwards and forwards all the time, he was they, they he went he went up to the guys in New Japan like yeah so um I don't I, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, we want to live here and they were like fuck yeah well, well you know you you're committed now and obviously because because now the Japanese fans know that he's committed they they got more reason to get behind him so yeah it it he could he can put that whole company on his back and it also makes massive sense because she's originally like B Priestley is originally from. Uh, New Zealand. Yeah. So, obviously, she's still got family over there, and yeah, they go absolutely. they go to Australia and New Zealand quite a lot. Yeah. So uh, it's not that far, is not, it? Not as much as they used to, but now that they live in Japan, it's a lot closer than being over here. Um, it just yeah, means I don't get to see my belly as much. No, he still didn't choose in America, so you'll be fine. <laughs> yes. Right then, I think that- we need to call it quits now because I I need to I I'm hungry. <laughs> Chris made the mistake of not eating before the podcast. No, I'm yeah, that, that that's the thing that happened. Um so once again, thank you very much for listening. Uh make sure you follow us on Twitter at BadBookersWP. Check out our YouTube channel, Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, and also on website badbookers.com. Um and all of our news updates, um nonsense that we like to get up to will be on there. Um, with hopefully more content in the future. Stay tuned. Shit's going to get very interesting in the next few months. Mm, yeah, boy. That's all I'm willing to say now. Uh, thank you, Smoothman. And I apologize if it was a bit of a shit show. Take care, guys. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.